to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another episode of Inner Bloom. I am Alexa, and with me is my co-host, Ambrosia. Hello, Alexa Hauser. How are you today? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing super. I'm having, it's like my energy is going up. I can feel it. We are literally so, it's <laughs> so opposite. It's so, every time we're so opposite. But that's okay, because that means you're going to be on an upswing soon. I know, but why can't we just be on the same one sometimes? Because then the world will end. Like yeah, because then the world will end. <laughs> well, uh, we have another energy in the mix here. Julia yeah. Phoenix. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Yeah, uh, relationship coach, transformational healer. She was on our Forever Love February um, month. And yeah. we had a little – so we were supposed to do four weeks. We only did three weeks. We all had a little scheduling thing because we were leaving for our retreat. And so we are like, you know what? We'll just do the last week in March. Why Months not? You know, why not? Because you know what? People st- yeah. Yes. People still have relationship stuff in March. So <laughs> it's very true. It's a year-round issue, it I find. Is. Yeah, you can never get too. You can never get enough uh, forever love February, no matter what month it is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, Julia, how have you been? I'm really well. Yeah, I'm just really excited to um, to be sharing with you guys again. And uh, I was able to go to Denver. Actually, I know you guys are doing a um, march with Leela, mm-hmm. and I was able to go to one of her events in Denver a couple weeks ago, and I spoke there. That was really fun and exciting. And yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just really, yeah, I'm really pleased to be here. I was, I was sad when we had our little mishap and I'm just grateful we got to reschedule. Me too. And the event that you did in Colorado looked amazing, by the way. You look so legit because you are. (laughs) Legit speaker over here. Thank you. Yeah, if anyone if anyone watching or listening to this is looking for a speaker, Julia is a speaker and an amazing speaker. So thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I gave a talk about business and intimacy. Um because of the link between the two. It's okay if she froze. That uh, I often find whoa, my screen froze. Can you guys see me? You're back. Uh We can now. I'm back. I don't know what's going on. Um, maybe I'll have Anton check the internet connection. Sorry about that. No worries. Uh, 
I was just sharing that I spoke about business and intimacy um, because there, I find there's there's a really uh, tremendous link between our um, interpersonal and relationship skills and ability to connect and things like sales, you know, and marketing, mm. client retention and things like that. And so um, that was really fun and cool to be able to share with a different audience, you know, a more business minded kind of an audience uh, about those connections. Yeah, that's so, amazing. I love so that. So true. And like such a great such it's so cool to see. I mean, like Leela's on our show right now talking about the connection to the body in terms of manifesting or business and then talking about intimacy. I mean, I totally see both of those things and like they all go hand in hand if you think mm-hmm. about it. It's like when you feel good in your body, that allows you to feel better in terms of being more intimate. And then being more intimate allows you to like let people in and let yourself be seen. And that allows, opens the door for more manifestations, higher sales. Yes. Yes. It's all, I mean, it's all the holistic abundance, you know, that one, you know, you can, you can kind of go in at any like slice of the pie and sort of affect the whole thing, right? So you can go in at the level of the body or you can take the path where you're looking at business and money. I prefer the relationship path, but obviously I'm biased. You can go in that way and it will, it will have this sort of domino effect where uh, this reaction is triggered where the, the other areas of your life start to improve and heal and change for the better. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Cause when you start to improve one aspect, everything changes because I like to say like, once you start to treat yourself better, you no longer allow other people to treat you poorly. And so yes. that, manifest in a lot of different ways a hundred percent yeah and actually that's a really good segue into what yeah (laughs) no big deal (laughs) i love you um it's a good segue into the topic for today which is reinventing your relationship because we were we were just chatting just very briefly before we hopped on about um you know, a really common pattern that I see it when couples come to me, uh, or even one individual in a partnership may come to me and have this issue where um, one person involved in a relationship begins to grow and expand. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going through a spiritual awakening, you know, maybe they are starting to treat their body better. Or maybe they're starting to set boundaries and they're waking up to their emotional needs at a deeper level. And the other party maybe isn't growing in that same direction or potentially isn't growing at as rapid of a pace. And so there's this disconnect. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it in terms of vibration, which your listeners are A students in, so they'll understand this, it's like a vibrational gap that happens. Yeah. It's a disresonance and there's this gap and oh, I find that it's it's a big reason why um, so many people particularly women actually resist their awakening, they resist their growth, they resist their own transformation because they know whether they're conscious of it or not that it may cause that reaction and it may cause disconnection and as I've said many times before you know, for a physically embodied human being, connection with other humans is it's biologically wired into us as priority one, mm-hmm. you know, because it's linked to our physical survival. So we will prioritize that. And this is a point in time where sometimes couples split up 
and you don't have to necessarily. And that's sort of the message that I wanted to share with your listeners today, because I don't want anyone to think that if they're in that position, it's insurmountable or that mm-hmm. if they grow and if they step into this new life for themselves or this new expression of themselves, that means that they're going to lose their relationship, their primary relationship or all of the other relationships in, in their lives. Mm. Yeah. Like, I think so many people believe and I mean, I, I've gone through this at one point. I had this like belief that I almost was going to have to choose <clears throat> make yes. a choice between myself and that. And, yes. you know, and I, I love like that you're bringing this perspective, essentially saying like you don't necessarily have to choose. It's the belief that you have to choose that kind of can cause all the the disharmony. Yes, 100%. Yes. And I wanted to just like tell a little story because I get that. Like I, I, in my past, it was really frequent that I would, because I grow really rapidly, you know, just like you guys. And just like, I'm sure a lot of your listeners, but I, I expand at a really rapid rate. And so it was really a typical experience that I would sort of grow out of my partnerships. And I began to really feel that way that you know, I have to choose, I have to choose between me mm-hmm. and my expression and my expansion in the world, which I'm sorry, but I'm never going to, you know, not pick that ultimately, even though I'm going to resist it. Um, or, you know, love. And that's a painful, painful kind of a decision to make. Um, going back to, you know, discussions we've had in the past uh, relative to childhood patterns playing out in adulthood. Um, This is often actually a childhood pattern where we were basically given the choice that we can either um, have mom and dad's, you know, or or the caregiver's approval and Mm -hmm. remain connected to them and abandon ourselves. Or we can try to fight for sense of self and our personal power and our boundaries and basically be rejected. Uh, So that plays out a lot in the, in the adult partnerships. But anyway, I wanted to share this story about um, several years ago uh, when I was first dating Antoine, my partner. Now I went to this training. It was uh, uh, an in-depth training with my mentor, Teal Swan. And I was helping out with the training. I wasn't actually a participant. I was, I was there working, but Teal is a, is a very extrasensory being. And so so she's seeing many future potentials at the same time, usually always. And she basically said something to me about, you know, when you go home, you might not be a vibrational match to, to Antoine anymore. And I freaked out. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I remember just kind of losing it and yelling and saying like, I'm so sick of this. Like, am I ever going to find someone that's just going to be able to grow with me? Mm-hmm. You know, and I was so frustrated. I had to, I had to have my friend, you know, basically talk me down kind of after that. And at the end of my emotional tizzy, <laughs> I did end up calling Antoine and I just, I told him like, look, this is what happened. And this is what, you know, Teal was seeing, and this is my concern. This is what's happened in my previous partnerships. I really need you to take a vested interest in like your personal growth 
in a similar capacity that I am. That's like a need that I have. And I'm, I'm really, um, I'm scared that we may not be compatible if you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, well, I'm really open to that. I'm committed to you. I always want to grow, you know? So when I came back, I, I taught him, you know, one of the processes that I was there at the retreat helping with. And, you know, obviously we've stayed together, right? So even if you're seeing future potentials where certain things happen, you know, even if you're um, feeling really shaky about whether you can make it, there is that hope that you can, but it just takes, it takes a willingness and it really takes participation um, in terms of both parties, you know. And that's where sometimes we get stuck because if one person values personal growth and transformation and the other person does not value that at all, that's where we're going to have the biggest issue, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so how do, you, how do you say that to... Because I feel like on some level, Antoine must have been like spiritual or, or some case, but how do you maybe say that to someone who's not really spiritual or, or what are the, the boundaries there that need to be established? Yeah, it's a really good question because people are at different points in their development and, and value different things and are you know um, wanting to pursue different things and that's okay. Um, I think a really challenging and um, somewhat damaging dynamic that we can get into is if one party is sort of nagging the other, like, you know, and, you know, like, watch this video, like, watch this podcast, listen to this podcast, like, can you, you know, and, and there can be this feeling like you're pushing that person. And the other person often on the other end of that is going to feel like, what, am I not good enough? Mm -hmm. Why are you trying to change me? You know, that doesn't feel good and it doesn't feel good for either person. So, you know, you guys know me, I'm always going to keep the focus on what are my needs? What are my boundaries? What are my feelings? And what effect, what impact does this have on the relationship? Mm -hmm. And we can make requests and it's always another person's choice what they do with that. However, in situations where there's a, a communication breakdown and that disconnect is really intense, I do feel like getting a third party to talk through it with is really, really beneficial. But I would, to answer your question more, more directly, Andy, I would go into it like, look, this, this is something that's a concern for me and it's really affecting me. I love you. I mean, obviously, provided this is true, (laughs) I love you, and I'm very invested in the health of our relationship and very committed to that. And my my concern is that we may be growing in different directions. And so here is what that you know what I need is for us to continue to grow in the same direction, or at least grow in a parallel way to where we are growing together instead of growing apart. Um, here are some suggestions or what do you think about that and kind of go from there. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. And that's really, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. That's really good advice too. Um, mm-hmm. Which is why you do what you do. 
Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, no big deal. I mean, we just, we have a tendency to want to change and control the other person. And it makes sense because we feel powerless in those circumstances and we don't want to lose somebody and we don't want something to fall apart. But what we often don't get in those situations is that that's going to backfire. You know, it's going to backfire. I've tried to do that to Alex several times about several different things. Like, oh my gosh, I'm really excited about this now. So you should be just as excited about this with me. Right. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. And and another um, another really important point to that end is like, it's important um, to have people outside of the relationship that you share certain interests with yeah. that you can feel really seen and known by in those things. You know, um, for example, I mean, I do think that it's, I'll back up, but I, I do think that it's important for, um, if, if my partner is interested in something and cares about it, therefore it then becomes important to me because mm. that person is important to me. That's my personal perspective. And that's, you know, how I think the, the, um, What's that face for? I'm just what is that face? I'm I kind of just making the most face. grotesque <laughs> face ever. Like I'm like. just thinking of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> he really wants me to play, and I've played oh. before. But it, well, it doesn't mean you have to play. It doesn't mean you have to play because you still get to have boundaries. I right? truly don't like it. I've given it. <laughs> you my can best be in LA, play. yeah. But you may be able to say, "Hey, like, I get that that's really important to you." Yeah. Um, why don't you tell me more about it? What do you oh, love? Oh, okay. You okay. know, what do you, what, what do you like about it? And, and get, getting just into their reality with them in terms of like giving them a space to be seen in the thing that they love. You know, Antoine is an artist and a designer and he builds things. So he's been spending every single day in our garage space. We have a three car garage that he's converting into a design studio. And he's literally building, hammering, sawing. Like, it's incredible what this man is doing um, in that place. But that's not some, that's like, I'm, what? <laughs> I don't, like, power tools, you know? This is not my realm, you know? And and he's also expressed before that he, he sometimes feels alone in his position of, he lives, absolutely lives to create, to create mm-hmm. art. And he needs other people in his environment that have that same passion, just like I need people in my environment that are really passionate about emotional work, right. you know, and personal growth in the ways that I am and talking about the human psychology, you know, it's, it's, it's just a need. But, but what I can do is I can step into his design room with him mm-hmm. and I can ask him to show me like about the tools and what, what is, what is he doing and what has the process been like for him, you know? And uh, same thing, he's not, he's not ever going to be as interested in emotional process work as I am. That's just, you know, I've accepted that fact. <laughs> but he'll listen to me talk about it until the cows come home, you know, and he'll, and he'll really see my excitement and validate me in that place. It's really so much of it is, and so much of that disconnect is about not being seen, not feeling seen and supported. So we don't have to be the same. We don't have to have the same interests, but we do need to be seen and supported and understood to the degree that somebody else can understand us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also want to like <clears throat> speak to the this belief because I've definitely like struggled with this a lot, this belief that 
it's speaking to everything you just said, Julia, but like it's the belief that like if me and my partner aren't exactly the same and we don't like exactly the same things, something's wrong, we're headed for destruction, like there's a problem. And that, and Ambie, like that's what you're expressing about like with Alex, like being like, I'm into this, so you have to be into this too because it's this fear that if you're not, like, yeah. like we're going to Well, that's what I was going to say, Alex, right. it's the fear. Right. That's what gives the charge to it. It's what we make mm-hmm. it mean when someone isn't interested in the thing we're interested in, we then go into a panic because we have a subconscious fear of abandonment. That's so tremendous <laughs> that any difference we perceive takes us right there. And then it exacerbates the issue. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so like, you know, what I've experienced is in, as I've been growing yeah, and doing so my sense. emotional work, I've been learning how to let go of that fear, you know, of my fear Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed is like truly in, in – I, I actually one time was told about my partner like actually by the first intuitive I ever – before I met Andy. Not me. Yeah. Not me, guys. <laughs> I saw another <laughs> psychic. I'm sorry. Um, I'm hurt. <laughs> How dare you? I just remember they just said let him be him. Let mm. him be him. It, like it just hit me so deeply. Like let yeah. him be him. And – I just really heard that. Like, it was hard for me. I didn't mean I did it right away or anything. It's been a process. But anyway, what I've learned as I've been working with my fears of abandonment and all that stuff, um, the more that I've worked with it, the more that I've gotten comfortable in just letting me be me and letting him be him, the more that comes out as opposed to that, like, that inquisitiveness and that, like, oh, what are you doing? And, like, oh, how does that work? And, you know, like, oh, that's really cool. And really, like, getting naturally interested versus that fear-based, like, you got to do this and that feeling, like you're saying, of, like, don't try to change me or make me something I'm not. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. Just the appreciate. I just, I just feel like just saying the. There's a lot of power in the appreciation of the differences of the other, as long as you are connected in like a lot of ways. I feel like there's yeah. actually a lot of power and opportunity for connection and appreciating the differences. Does that makes sense. We lost you. There you go. We're you're back. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I completely agree. And I want to say that, you know, when it comes to that fear response, you know, we, we've spoken in the past about like, you know, the fight and flight and fear and all of that. Um, it's, it's challenging, right, to get to that place from that space of like, <clears throat> you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to lose this person or, you know, something really bad is going to happen because we're not on the same page about this thing. But then instead of, once we're aware of it, instead of going into that reactionary pattern, um, you know, of criticism or nagging or control, uh, to take it even a step deeper as far as the intimacy and the vulnerability would be just to really share about that fear that's coming up, you know, mm-hmm. like really naming that and owning that. Like right now I'm making it mean that, that we're going to break up the fact that I'm not into Dungeons and Dragons, you know, and that's really causing me to feel scared. Yeah. And I, I need, I need some reassurance here or whatever it is. And so then you can sort of start to regulate your nervous system so that you can get back into a space where you can access that inquisitive, open, you know, appreciative space, you know, for the other person. Yeah. It makes sense. And I think it goes, it goes both ways too. Even if, mm. 
even if uh, your partner, whether whatever gender they are, if they're non-gender, it doesn't matter. Even if they're not as open or as conscious of their feelings, it goes the other way too. Because I remember Alex saying several times, I'm going to put him on blast. Um, well, just try to play with me. Well, just try. Or like video games, like mm. it's a train wreck to watch me try to play a video game. Mm. And I get too scared with the zombies. I threw the controller one time and hit him. It didn't go great. So, so it's funny, but yeah, it is this, well, let's find something we can do together, right? Because if we don't have a task mm -hmm. we can do together, then like, why are we even together? But in actuality, it's not, we're not together because we have these, we both like to play tennis or something. We're together because of other reasons that are, are deeper than that. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Common interests are, are great, um, but it's not in my opinion, the foundation of any healthy, successful relationship, the foundation of a healthy, successful relationship is emotional int intimacy, communication, vulnerability, and genuine care and commitment, mm -hmm. right? Um, that said, you know, beyond just kind of the, the personal interests, um, sometimes it's a, it's a matter of deeper shifts that are happening, right? On a spiritual level, or an emotional level. And some people are okay with being in a partnership where, you know, the other person really can't meet them in that place. And for some people, they will discover that that is a boundary, mm. you know? And um, that's when like occasionally, you know, maybe it is a mismatch. Maybe the relationship has run its course. Um, you know, so it's, it's a very individual thing. It's very personal. Uh, and it depends to what extent that disconnection exists, you know, mm -hmm. like if you're someone that's like, and, you know, is, is that into um, this world where like, for me, for example, this is like what I do. And my field is like talking about emotions all the time talking about human relationships. And um, it's such a huge component of the way that I connect with people and, the way, you know, the lens through which I see the world. And so being with somebody that was like, emotions, I don't know, like, I don't really care about that. Like, let's drink a beer and watch a game. But that's yeah. just, they were not open and they were just, it wouldn't work. It would yeah. not work. Yeah, definitely. It you know, too, too um, far off of each spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a values thing at that point also. Um, so you know, far be it from me to say, like, stay in a relationship where you're miserable. However, I personally feel that every relationship deserves the, a shot, you know, the best shot you can give it. If you love, if you love the person, if there's love and a lot of times, you know, um, I do think that that call is made too early, you know, before all of that communication has really happened, you know, um, so I wanted to like just share maybe a couple of tools for, for people who might be in this position yeah. or, you know, yeah. And, and this stuff applies also with friends, right? Like if you're, I don't know if you guys have had this experience, but it's like, you, you've got these friends, maybe you've known since like college or whatever, and <laughs> they're, they're sweet and you love them and everything. But like, all of a sudden you're talking to aliens all day and like, they don't get it or like, you know, or all of a sudden, like you have boundaries right? Mm, and yeah. don't get it, right? Um, so I was speaking a, 
a little bit ago just to the a lot of the pain and the disconnect in these situations um, being around people not feeling seen. So the question that I will always ask people in couple sessions especially is what do you need the other person to see about you that they are not currently seeing? Mm -hmm. And why is it painful for you that they're not seeing that? And then vice versa. Because it's about, we have to- Get your notes out, Alexa. <laughs> Alexa's writing it down. It's a good sign. Makes me feel good when you write things down. Well, yeah. I mean, I've had I've had a session um, as a couple with you, and I took two pages of notes that I still have. Mm. So. I didn't realize you took that many notes. Oh, yeah. I've got my pad here, my pen. I always am ready. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I love it. I love that. I think you said yeah. that last time too. And it really made you think, it really made me and Alex both think like, huh, that's interesting. What is that? Like, cause I feel like you just go on default mode, especially when you have kids. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of times we assume that other people know and they can see our inner world and yeah. they obviously know exactly how we feel and they obviously know the situation and how we're perceiving it. Mm -hmm. But it's not true. I was talking, just talking to a client about this today, actually, how we, we also project our expectations onto other people. We do this a lot, mm -hmm. even in friendships where it's like, well, duh, they should know that they should always call me back. And if it's been three days and I haven't heard from them, that's not okay. It's like, no, they don't necessarily know that. <laughs> you right, know? Right. You're operating under a different standard. Yeah. Um, so the communication piece is really, really key. And particularly with regard to really seeing each other like that. And when you have those conversations, the goal is actually looking into that person and seeing them. The, the, the catch 22 here is that sometimes you don't want to see what's, what's real about another person's experience until they see you. Mm. So, um, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's true. Can you break that right? down a little bit. So, Oftentimes what you'll see in a, in a couple or in a pair where there's a conflict <clears throat> is that both parties feel unseen and they feel misunderstood or not understood or not heard in their perspective, right? And what happens when we feel like somebody else isn't seeing us is we will sort of escalate and try to get them to see us and we will get louder and we will get more aggressive, right? Mm. We're defensive. We, we are like, no, you see see this yeah. about me, see this, mm -hmm. you know, right. I need you to see this. Um, but it, 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 and, and what will happen if somebody is able to come towards us and say, yeah, I, I like, I really see that that's like, Oh my God, I see that that's so hard for you. And I see why you feel this way and um, why, what I did really upset you. Then you're able to soften mm -hmm. to the degree that you can actually begin to open to seeing the other person and, and understanding them, putting yourself in their perspective. Right. Mm -hmm. Is it kind of like, um, cause I've heard people and I've been like this in, in previous relationships too. That's like, well, why should I try if they're not going to try? Right. Yeah. And you know what is, I mean? Yeah. And this is where it's real hard because the truth is, is that someone has to be the first person to try. If you're Sometimes in that, be the grown up. 
somebody has to be the first person or somebody has to be the first person to say like, you know, I'm not abandoning my perspective. And this is really important to get. You don't have to abandon your perspective. You don't have to let go of your boundaries or your identity or what's true for you. But it is important sometimes to step outside of that a little bit and really put yourself in the other person's shoes, but not just mentally. Like even I will go so far as to do this exercise where a couple will switch perspectives. And we do this by, um, the way I like to do it is like you're sitting in different chairs, right? It's even better if you can like face each other. And you both, you know, uh, mutually set the intention that when you stand up and you kind of cross paths and sit down in one another's chairs, you're actually going to be sitting down into the other person's perspective. Mm, that's cool. So it's like channeling. I mean, Ambi would be phenomenal at it. It's mm-hmm. it's just another form of channeling. But you, you're, I mean, it's incredible how it works. People are always like, I don't know. I don't think that's going to work. Ooh, right? I like when to do that now. I know. Alex, get in here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But even, I mean, God, if we have had time, I'd have you guys like switch perspectives or something you could. Oh, me and Ambi. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that'd be exciting. That would be, we should do it. Do we have time? I don't know. I feel like we could for a little bit. It's up bit. to you. We could do it. It's up to you. You're the, you're the. No, let's do it. Let's show. do it. Okay, let's do it. I love okay. this. We should absolutely do it. If we've okay. Got time. Okay. So since you guys are not in the same physical location, we can't do the chair switching. Right. However, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask both of you and, and um, I need a verbal yes. If you, uh, if, if you agree to um, consciously shift your perspective into one another's uh embodiment and experience yes okay so what I want you to do is almost feel and imagine and see like you are um this is actually teal swan has this technique it's called the octopus technique so I'm gonna use that you're it's almost like you have octopus tentacles and you could shoot off from your body and go into the body, Alexa, in your case, it would be of Ambi. And in your case, Ambi, it would be of Alexa. So just really picture, sense, imagine, and feel your consciousness traveling along those channels until you could sit down in the body of one another and look out through one another's eyes. And I'll just give you a moment to get there. noticing how quiet everything is mm. I was noticing heaviness and like, uh, on edge ah, you feel on edge mm-hmm. do you have a sense that you feel like that a lot of the time in this perspective yeah Alexa? yeah like the world around me is kind of 
there's always something to like look out for or like catch or do or yeah hard to breathe mm. yeah that's really challenging and you're really feeling that in your body I can I can sense that what about for you, Ambi? What are you experiencing? Um, I feel like I'm like looking around for people, like looking around for things to do and people to engage with. Oh, okay. It, so that's different than the way that you typically are as Ambi, yes? Yes. Why do you want to engage with people? I just feel like being around people makes me happy. Oh, okay. So you're really a connector. You really love that. Yeah. Alexa, in Ambie's perspective, what do you care about most? with my family hmm. and and doing well like, hmm. succeeding yes succeeding succeeding yeah hmm. is there anything that you need Alexa to see about you or about your experience which one are you talking to right now I'm talking to Alexa as Ambi. Sorry, it's confusing with the names, okay. you guys. Is there, okay, <laughs> so I'm talking to, yeah, I got you. Yeah, okay, anyway. as Ambi, is there is there anything that you need Alexa to see about you or your experience? I just keep getting like I'm trying so hard. Mm. Do you feel like that might be kind of across the board? Like you need people to just know and see that you're trying so hard? Yeah. Like I don't want – like I'm just juggling so much. So much. Yeah. And I don't know if she really has any – actual idea because like I kind of try to make it look easy or different mm. than it actually is but I'm just like I'm just like trying to keep up you know what I mean like I'm trying to keep up with all this juggling with all this juggling and so in those little moments when like I'm two minutes late or like Mm. I mistyped something or whatever. Mm. It's like, mm -hmm. give me a fucking break. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, do you have any idea what I am shouldering and managing every moment of every day and what it takes just to mm. do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. 
And Ambi, um, as Alexa, what do you care about most? I care about my family, care about my partner, mm -hmm. um, my apartment, and how organized mm -hmm. things are, where everything goes. It's interesting. I don't know if that's true, actually, but that's what's coming up. Mm. Um, it feels like just really organized, like I see like an agenda, like just keeping things organized and on track. Mm. Mm. What does that do for you when you have that? It like actually makes like my stomach feel better. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, that sounds like it's a need for you to have a clear space and to have things be organized and planned. It's a valid need. Um, is there anything that you need uh, Alexa to see about you or about your experience? That I need Alexa to see or? I think that you need Ambie. Ambie. That you need, I'm, I'm sorry, that you need Ambi to see. I misspoke. It's no so worries. weird. No worries. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, anything that I need Ambi to see. That I'm okay. That I like this. I like organizing. Uh, I like planning. I like, I like getting this all done. There's nothing that, um, she's not doing anything wrong by not doing it. Like, I enjoy this part. Ah, I see. Is that true? Yeah. I totally tell shit. you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. But hearing it is a different thing than being in that perspective and feeling it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you can really get that. You, like, feel it in your body. Like, yeah, it feels yeah. good to just get stuff done and have it all figured out. And sometimes we project, like, Ambie, you, you might be sometimes projecting onto Alexa how you feel with all the responsibilities you have and how it would be for you to have to manage all of this, right? That's exactly what I do. And I always am like, I'm so sorry. Like, right. I'll do better, blah, 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 blah. Because I feel overwhelmed by everything. I feel overwhelmed when I have to manage big things and I have to do all of that. Um, yeah. I never thought of that as why. Because, yeah, you always bring it up. And I'm like, I like that. Like, I want to yeah. do it. You're not doing it. And then I feel almost like I'm taking, like, oh, well, maybe I should give her some of this to do because she wants to do it. Am I, like, hogging right. all this stuff to do? But, right. like, it, I don't have, like, fi five people running around. I have no one here. I have my dog. Right. Yeah. All the, during the day. And like for when I'm organizing things, it makes me feel purposeful. Like it makes me feel mm -hmm. like I'm managing things. I'm managing people. Like, you want to come to my house and organize shit? <laughs> no, I, I tell don't. you. <laughs> I, I know. I was like, Alexa, maybe I should hire you. <laughs> Alexa, yeah. we're starting a business for you. Julia and I are okay. starting a business of organization. <laughs> well, the funny thing – but the funny thing about this is when you said – when you tuned in and said um, about like everything being in its right place in my apartment. So that's my partner. He has a right place for every – he like knows exactly where everything goes. I don't. Yeah. I'm just yeah. – but when you said about scheduling, like that's yeah. me. Like that's totally like I want to mm -hmm. organize everything. I actually have a harder time organizing the outside, although it is a deep desire of mine and like I'm actively working at it. But – 
It's interesting. Weird yeah. question. Is your throat <laughs> sore? It, it was a little bit. It's not now, but it was a little bit. Oh, mine oh, was too. Now. Okay, so so here's what we need to do because we don't want to just like leave this like this. Okay. I'm going to have both of you close your eyes again and okay. consciously withdraw your consciousness from, uh, really from one another. I really want to make a terrible, inappropriate joke that I gave you coronavirus, Ambie, but I'm not going to do it. Oh, no. I thought you were going to make a joke no. about pulling out. Keep going. <laughs> About what? About pulling out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry, Julia, we'll be serious. Oh, you guys. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the one thing I want to say about about this exercise as well is that, like, we do want to make sure that we're giving back any energy that we um, have taken on Mm. so that we're, we're firmly in our own field and our own perspective at the end. Yo, that was crazy. I literally just felt my tentacles like come back in and my energy shifted completely. I was like, oh, it feels, it feels yeah. lighter again. Yeah. Does it feel heavy? That makes me sad. I don't know how to work on that. Well, oh, God. I did say it felt heavy in the beginning for you, but like, I, I feel like that makes sense. You're juggling a lot. So you like, yeah. it doesn't mean it's yeah. bad. It's just your. Energy. Well, and it, it, and we're working on that, Ambie, you know? Yeah, it's, we are. I'm working it's with It's that vibration that you carry of being responsible for everyone. Yeah. Which has been, I know you've mentioned it on the show before. That's yeah. why I don't feel weird about calling that out. But, um, yeah. oh, I'm freezing. That's okay. We can hear you. Am I still? Yeah, we can hear you. There we go. You're back. You're back. Okay. That was... Okay. Um, so I was saying, yeah, I, I don't, I don't feel weird about calling you out on that since I've heard you mention it on the show before, but, um, you know, that people who have that frequency, who have that pattern because mm-hmm. they took over all that responsibility way too young, they were right. parentified as children. Often they will feel like actually physically heavy, like I'm carrying something on my back kind of a yeah. feeling. Yeah, I do feel that a lot. Even at the retreat, um, I was talking to somebody about the retreat and I was telling them like, I reprimanded everybody at the retreat. Like everybody got in trouble by me. I was, they, someone put dish soap in the dishwasher they weren't supposed to. Oh, oh. And I literally was like, okay, we did this guys. (laughs) And everybody was quiet. And I was like, I literally said, you won't be in trouble. I just want to know who did it. And all the moms are like, oh, don't do it. It's a setup. It's a setup. Oh no. But it's interesting that yeah, I'm I I am I am always the mom and you and I are working on that and it's getting yeah. easier. I think right now it's like super easy for me to see the pattern that's coming up when I do it. I'm like, oh yeah. okay. Okay. And so yeah. like to continue working on um shifting the pattern. Because it's not as triggering now, you know? Yes, and the awareness is obviously the, the first and most important step when you can see that that's, that's what you're doing or that's the pattern, like, and, and then you can start to have a little bit more distance from it. You know, you, you're just like a half step back from it. And then pretty soon we're going to get to a place where you can choose differently, you know? Yay. 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 <laughs> that was a really and then cool when exercise. Alexa feels into the energy, she'll be like, Oh my gosh, it's so different. You're like, Oh, it's yeah. lighter than that. <laughs> Yeah. So can you see how, like, if you were in, in a conflict with someone or, or even if there was just kind of, um, 
yeah, a mismatch in terms mm-hmm. of your perspectives and your frequency. I mean, there's, there's so much we can do in terms of communication and connecting on a mental level, but it's just, uh, it's just a whole different experience to be able to, um, to really feel into that person's perspective. And you can do this like an abridged version of it. Even if you're talking to somebody on the phone, you want to really understand where they're coming from. Like I just literally put myself in their shoes, you know, and it becomes because people want to be understood. It is such a deep need. It's such a deep need. And it's so much of what a healthy relationship and what love is really about is, you know, we're not, here to change someone to make them more like what we want we're here to understand that person you know and of course we're also here to understand ourselves you know and take responsibility for communicating about ourselves and our needs um but yeah i hope that was you know i hope that was really uh, really helpful it was cool yeah i really liked that Like that, that's what's working with Julia's like, it's so fun. And it's a lot of different, (laughs) like, well, I wouldn't be saying this if I didn't truly believe it, but it's so fun. And it's a lot of different techniques that I really enjoy. Yeah. People who like people who already have kind of an expanded consciousness, like will really enjoy working with me because we do a lot of stuff that's kind of multidimensional and fun. Like we do channeling, we do cool visualizations, we do timeline work, like all kinds of things. Um, and I just full grab bag. (laughs) But Alex also liked working with you and Alex, um, is working with you in the future. So that's really exciting. So just yeah, I'm so excited to interact with his inner child. He's very I like excited. His inner child a little bit on our call, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> he was so cute afterwards too. Yeah, sweet. I know. So you know, speaking of which, I did want to just share that you know for your listeners, um, I have a special offer for uh, yeah. a couple coaching package, and you will get to be able to work with um, not only me, but also my partner, Antoine, and the two of us together. So having a masculine, um, ha- having masculine input and having that perspective is super, super valuable often. And then also just talking to another couple that's been through it. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to being able to do exercises like these or have conflict resolution processes or learn different tools with me, Um, so I'm really excited to be offering it. It's just for like a short, short period of time. Um, it's a three month program. So if you're in a position like this where it's like, okay, I just want to reinvent my relationship or I need to, we just need to get on the same page. You know, there's something going on where, where we need a boost kind of a thing, then it would be perfect for you. And what you can do is, uh, go ahead and Facebook friend me, Julia Phoenix, um, and you can also, so send me a message on Facebook and you can also email questions.julia at gmail.com and be happy to chat more with you about it. Beautiful. That sounds so awesome. Yeah. And I know, I know there's actually been several of our listeners who've uh, spoken about wanting something like that, like wanting some sort of uh, safe space for like their, their, the couple that they're in or the partnership that they're into. Um nice you know, to expand and explore together. So yeah, for those of you listening that are intrigued, definitely reach out to Julia. We will put all of her information in the show notes as always, or just 
reach out to her in general because she's an amazing, you know, healer <laughs> and transformational coach and relationship coach. Aww. And um, yeah, Julia, it's been like so amazing having you on the show. It's just been really Thank enlightening you. and I just want to say too that like just your presence alone and just your voice alone I think is is really beautiful and healing and you hold mm-hmm. such beautiful space mm-hmm. and I think anyone would really be lucky to work with you. Um you just have such like mm-hmm. kindness in your eyes and in your heart and um and yeah, just really grateful to know you. Oh. My goodness, thank you so much Alexa. I mean, I I feel the same. I I've been so, um, just grateful to have this experience to be able to chat with you guys and share with your listeners. You know, I know that both of you are also doing really amazing work in the world and reaching so many people with this podcast and you're just both so freaking fun and hilarious and intelligent. So it's just been a blast, you know, connecting with you. And I, and I hope to be on the show at some point, maybe, maybe in the future, just like Leela, I'll kind of come back around. Maybe. Yeah. We'll <laughs> to have you. Let's yeah. do that for sure. And I want to say another thing that, um, like, I know you are a couple's coach, but also if you don't know, if you really have a lot of like trauma, like I do, and, uh, you know, if you haven't listened to my story, I'll tell it again later, but, um, and you want to be, a better person just in general, Julia is a terrific person to work with because she's really able um, to relate to you on a different level and also hold space for you in a really loving way that maybe you haven't been shown before with no expectations. And that's really, really, that was really important to me. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for that, Andy. I, I appreciate you. You're so fun to work with and um, just, yeah, just a joy to work with. And um, I, I, I just appreciate that so much. It's true. I, I've, I've kind of niched down in relationships, but um, I just love helping people who've suffered in their life, you know, because the truth is, is that um I've suffered a lot in my life in the past, you know, and relationships are, um, you know, so much of uh, so much of any of our suffering is wrapped up in our experiences of relationship. And so much of our healing is wrapped up in our experiences of relationship as well, including the relationship between, you know, a facilitator or a coach or a therapist or a mentor and, you know, a client that that is a really sacred relationship that, you can start to have um, new experiences within that container. I'm sure you guys have experienced this as well, you know, with your clients that um, that can be so healing and it works on both ends. It's healing for me, you know, it's like everything that I've been through. Um, if I'm able to relate to someone in a different way because of that and sit with them in a really dark place because of that, then it's freaking worth it, you know? Mm-hmm which makes my entire life make sense. So it's like really important, right? For me. So I just, I appreciate you both so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. We love you and we love all of you (laughs) watching and all of you listening. Oh, we'll say hi to some people who are watching. Sorry, didn't get to you or just, hey, (laughs) hey, hey, Liz, hey, Heather, Lynette, Sharon, Tammy, Sarah, Ashley, Yukich, who said, all women supporting women, happy belated International Women's Day. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Uh, Beautiful. So, um, yep. 
You can check out Julia in the show notes. We love you all so much. Thank you for listening and watching and supporting our podcast. And we will be back uh, very soon. Until next time, everyone, keep on blooming. Bye. 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 If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.